the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Trust the experts. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we've been hearing since March when we were visited by the Wuhan virus. But it looks like um, Governor Cuomo up there in New York has changed his tune. The media have... Um, uh, up there, they, they've been slobbering all over him for this, his wonderful handling of the insanity. But I guess that seems to be changing a little bit. There was a story a couple of days ago that he might have been involved in undercounting the number of people in New York uh, nursing homes who died from COVID-19 because of his stupidity by about 40 to 50 percent. lot. That's a lot. And here's what Cuomo said on Friday about the experts, you know, the ones we've been told that we should trust. He said, quote, when I say experts in air quotes, it sounds like I'm saying I don't really trust the experts because I don't, because I don't, unquote. He doesn't trust the experts. Apparently, the governor has uh, now decided that his health officials don't have all that much credibility. These are the ones that have been, I guess, involved in making decisions to uh, ruin people's lives for the last nine months. And uh, the fact that uh, he, does, he doesn't think they have all that much cre- credibility anymore might have something to do with uh, what the experts are saying about why all those people in the nursing homes died. Maybe um, the health experts are bailing while the bailing is good. And the New York Times has a story that nine New York health officials have resigned, New York State health officials, that is, have resigned, and that morale in the New York State Health Department is not good right now, and it's all because of Cuomo. It's been Cuomo who's been calling the shots, closing the schools, you know, shutting down businesses. And he's apparently screwing up the distribution of the vaccines, too. Now, it doesn't help any of the politicians uh, to to have an idiot like uh, Dr. Fauci running around changing his mind every 15 minutes, which he's uh, been known to do. uh, And he's doing it again. Uh, Last week, he said wearing two masks instead of one was a was a good idea. Here's what he's saying now. There are many people who feel, you know, if you really want to have an extra little uh, bit of protection, maybe I should put two masks on. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's no data that indicates that that is going to make a difference. And that's the reason why the CDC has not changed the recommendations. So who needs data? Who needs data? On Friday, we told you about Dr. Michael Osterholm. He leads the Center for uh, Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota. He said he thought Dr. Fauci was wrong about the masks. He said, quote, if you put more of it on, meaning more material on your face, if you put more of it on, all it does is impede the air coming through and it makes it blow in and out along the sides. The fit becomes less effective. Double masking could be a detriment to your protection. Now, I'm not... All that's smart, but I think what he means when he says could be a detriment to your protection is that wearing two masks makes it worse and actually might make it more likely that you're going to get the disease. This is this is what we have going on out there. And we're supposed to believe every we're supposed to trust the experts. And uh, and he was part of the big guys transition team, by the way. He was on his health advisory committee in the transition. So this is not just some guy. This is a guy that the president of the United States put a lot of faith in. And now uh, you have him disagreeing with Dr. Fauci, who disagrees with himself over the last few days. So I saw this video, uh, meanwhile, uh, that somebody put up on Twitter today. A bunch of people walking around in Florida. Looked pretty nice, you know, wearing shorts and short sleeves. A nice day in Florida. Uh, nobody was wearing a mask, and uh, the, the restaurants were crowded, and it looked like a, just a normal day in Florida in, uh, well, now February. Uh, and uh, 
there it was. I mean, you know, it looks like the world has returned. All, no masks, no social distancing. Now, the media love Andrew Cuomo, of course, uh, although that love seems to be slipping a little bit because they, they continue to think or at least try to sell the idea that he did a great job in uh, handling the, the virus and the pandemic. But uh, they've called the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, everything from an idiot to a mass murderer. And here's what he had to say today. Florida also led and continues to lead on protecting the livelihoods of our people. While so many other states kept locking people down, Florida lifted people up. We believe every job is essential. You work in a restaurant, we have your back. If you are a hairstylist, we protect your right to earn a living. And if you are a parent, we ensure your kids have the right to attend school in person. Lockdowns do not work. School closures have been disastrous. Yet even today, we see across our country businesses shuttered, lives ruined, and schools closed. Indeed, in major parts of the country, students might not return to in-person instruction until the fall. Florida schools are open. Every Floridian has a right to work. All businesses have a right to operate. And Florida is better for it. Yep. Uh, So the COVID-19 stupidity continues, uh, and there's no end in sight. But uh, that's not the only place where there's lots of stupidity, and most of it being um, promoted by the left, liberals. Uh, We're going to spend the first half hour here focusing on some of that, including some really stupid stuff from college campuses where it's unfortunately easier and easier every day to find stupid stuff. And, of course, when you're talking about stupid, you're going to have to talk a lot about California. We'll do that. And then coming up in our second half hour, a little lighter note, we're going to take a look at sports television and and the gigantic amount of money being thrown around for people like Jim Nance and Tony Romo, who will be calling the Super Bowl this uh, Sunday. And we're talking about serious money here. But when we come back, we'll talk about a college professor's idea. Are you ready? For demilitarizing whiteness. Where do you hear this? Stick around. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 
950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and a $10 coupon using code PETS. Genesis950.com. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com, connecting you with new customers. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I promised you some stupidity before the break, and uh, I, it's amazing how often you find it coming out of college campuses. Uh, this is Middlebury, uh, I think it's still college, it's not university, Middlebury College in Vermont. My dad actually went there. He was there for about 20 minutes um, on the uh, <laughs> on the um, the GI Bill after World War II. Uh, somehow he ended up up there. Don't ask me how. And I think I, I don't know how it worked out, but they had him majoring in engineering or something. And he was not an engineering kind of guy. He ended up being a stockbroker and a real estate guy, but he wasn't an engineering. But anyway, he flunked out. I think Sarah, he was there long enough to play baseball for a season. I know that. And he was very proud of that. But uh, he is uh, no longer on this planet, but he uh, would be uh, very upset uh, to see what's – well, I don't think he'd be upset because he, he wouldn't care that much. But he, he would be uh, amused maybe or curious about what's going on at his uh, old uh, place of um, – where he used to hang out when he was a young guy in the, in the late 40s. But here it is. This is from um, the College Fix. And uh, it's about a, a, a professor at Middlebury College, and he's about he's going to give the talk. You still have time to get up there. It's up in Vermont. You can get up there, even though the weather's kind of bad. If you, it might be worth driving if you got four wheel drive and get yourself up there to see this. But uh, tomorrow afternoon, his name is uh, Jonathan Miller Lane. Miller Dash Lane will uh, is be giving a talk. Uh, about uh, the title for which is Facilitate the Demilitarization of White Bodies. And this is what the uh, event description says. The evidence that whiteness, whiteness is always weaponized. So if you're white, not only are you guilty of displaying whiteness just because of your whiteness, but uh, you are you're, uh, militarized. You may not know that or not. Or weaponized, I'm sorry. So according to the event description, the evidence that whiteness is always weaponized is omnipresent, and it's exemplified by the Charlottesville riot back in 2017, and by the, uh, the remember the woman in Central Park who threatened to call the police on a, a black bird watcher? It was kind of a stupid thing, and, and uh, but it got a lot of publicity. But that, according to this guy who's teaching students at $56,000 a year, by the way, tuition, so uh, this, this is he's he's glommed on to that incident also as an example of why it's time to facilitate the demilitarization of white bodies. He says, that, "quote In order to make any progress toward establishing and sustaining a genuinely representative democracy in the United States, of course we don't have a democracy. You'd think that these uh, college professors would." figure that out by now. It's not a democracy. But anyway, in order to make any progress toward establishing and sustaining a genuinely representative democracy in the United States, comma, 
whiteness must be demilitarized so that bodies designated as white might become human. Now, I don't know if this guy's white or a person of color, but uh, I just you're allowed to say stuff like this now. You can say anything you want about white people. You can make fun of them. You can, uh, you can uh, demonize them. You can... Uh, you can say that they uh, aren't human because this guy here says whiteness must be demilitarized so that bodies designated as white might become human. Uh, Paradoxically, Middlebury College, an institution founded to embrace the value of unencumbered study, is especially well-placed to offer space to make progress in this essential effort for democracy's evolution. But to do so, we will have to remove... This is just unbelievable... (laughs) But to do so, we will have to remove humans from the center of our inquiries in favor of what Robin Wall Kimmerer, I don't know who that person is, if it's a man or a woman, Robin, R-O-B-I-N, Wall Kimmerer calls, quote, a grammar of animacy that places humans among rather than atop Earth's life forms. This is a guy, I think it's a, it's a, it's a guy, but it's, it's, it's a person who is teaching students at $56,000 a year, you send your kid there, this is what he gets, she gets, he or she. This is, the, this is what uh, he says about the grammar of animacy. It helps break down the separate, this is, this is going on on a college campus. It helps break down the separation from the natural world that has plagued Western civilizations for centuries, even millennia. This, now get ready for this. Now I don't know if this comes from the from the person who um, uh, came up with the term grammar of animacy, or if this is the the, the idiot who's going to be giving the talk tomorrow. But either way, it's coming from a college professor somewhere. It's a little confusing here, but um, it helps break down the separation from the natural world that has plagued this has plagued Western civilization for centuries, even millennia. Not only are plants and animals considered animate. But so are rocks, mountains, water, fire, and places. All are beings that have spirit, and our interactions with them must therefore be seen as relationships, not simply as resources to be exploited and used. So that, I think those are the words of Robin Wall Kimmerer, but this guy likes to uh, quote him. And he says that uh, rocks... Rocks are not things. They are. They have spirits. A rock, you know, <laughs> stones in your driveway. Uh, rocks have, have are are um, uh, should be. You should look. You should. You should. You should try to develop a relationship with rocks. This is a guy teaching on a college campus. Now, this guy Miller Lane. He t- teaches uh, education in America at the college, and social justice and evolutionary spirituality. Uh, And he uses the book Radical Dharma uh, in his class, and the co-author of which is a professor from Vassar who will be giving, he also will soon be giving a lecture, uh, if you want to catch this one, uh, on whiteness, in this case, Surviving White Supremacy. So the college fix fix asked Miller Lane for more specificity on the demilitarization of whiteness as well as the process by which whites can become human, but he did not respond. So there you go. You've sent your son or daughter to Middlebury College to have a guy teach you that, teach them that rocks, plants, they have spirits. You ready for that? That's just a little bit of the stupidity going on. And then, speaking of stupidity, this is you, you can you can always find stupidity if you head out to to uh, to California. And you know they the forty four schools out there um, changed had their names changed. They got rid of uh, offensive names like Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson, even uh, Paul Revere. Even Paul Revere, and I, I was having trouble figuring out what, what was that Paul Revere could have possibly done to um, offend the idiots on the school, uh, school board out there. But um, they made all kinds of – this is now these are, these are educators, right? I mean, they're on the school board. They're involved. They may not be teachers themselves, but 
they are overseeing the teaching of young people in high school and in, um, and in middle school and elementary school. But this, the, voted, the school board voted last week to change the names of uh, schools honoring Lincoln, Washington, uh, even Senator Feinstein. Uh, and fortunately, the mayor, London Breed, came out and said uh, that she thought it was ridiculous. But uh, Lincoln's name will be removed from Abraham Lincoln Elementary School because, quote, he is not seen as much of a hero at all among many American Indian nations and native peoples of the United States. The document uh, claims that Lincoln executed 40 Dakota Native Americans, quote, the largest mast hanging in U.S. history. And they were executed following the Dakota War. Now, the violence started with Dakota warriors attacking and killing government employees, according to the Minnesota Historical Society. So you know, keep in mind that Lincoln is no good anymore because of what he did to these Dakota uh, Indians. The document further omits the fact, it's just a minor fact, that Lincoln commuted the sentence of 263 Native Americans, only approving the executions of those who allegedly committed rape or massacred civilians. So he didn't just have a mass execution. He killed, he executed a bunch of people who committed rape and, and massacred civilians. And then uh, it also says the head of the committee, which had advised the school board on the name change, had previously said that Lincoln, quote, did not show through policy or rhetoric that black lives even mattered, ever mattered. The guy took a bullet in the back of his head while he was trying to watch a play. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's in, it was in all the history books uh, be, from a guy who kind of liked slavery and didn't like the fact that Lincoln ended it, so he shot him in the head. A guy by the name of John Wilkes Booth, he killed him, Okay. Now, the board alleged that uh, Dr. Feinstein was rep responsible for evicting a whole Filipino, and they have Filipino spelled wrong, neighborhood uh, spelled wrong, and the police brutality uh, spelled wrong, allowed police dogs to attack Filipinos spelled wrong again, veteran elders. Problem is, Feinstein did not become mayor of San Francisco until 1978. The eviction of Filipinos in Manila Town was in 1977 according to the Asian American Legal Defense and Educational Fund. So they got that wrong, too. They're doing a good job here on this. Uh, the board claimed that Herbert Hoover served as Secretary of Commerce under white supremacist uh, Woodrow Wilson, developing a campaign for exclusionary zoning. Uh, while Reason Magazine does blame Hoover for an increase in zoning laws nationwide in the 20s, it was while Hoover served as Secretary of Commerce under Warren Harding and Calvin Coolidge, not Woodrow Wilson. In addition, Hoover was considered a progressive Republican during his time in those cabinets, according to his presidential library. So they uh, they did a nice job out there. They they got rid of uh, Lincoln, Jefferson, Washington. They got those names off the schools. They can't spell, and they couldn't take 20 minutes to maybe investigate some of the history that uh, those people were involved in. And... Here's the Paul Revere. Uh, <laughs> I, when I saw it, I thought, okay, you know, I mean, Lincoln, obviously, that's that's a stretch. I get Washington and Jefferson, the slaves. Paul Revere, Revere School will also have its name changed due to Revere's participation in the Penob Penobscot Expedition in 1779. The board claimed that the expedition was directly connected to the colonization of the Penobscot. Those are Indians, I guess. However, the Penobscot Expedition is merely named the Penobscot Bay after Penobscot Bay in Maine, where the American Naval Armada sailed. So there weren't, it wasn't about a group of Indians, it was a place. So Paul Revere, and Paul Revere's ride, school name canceled. Uh, all over something that he didn't do and wasn't involved in. Other than that, they're doing a nice job out there, and you feel really happy if, you're going to, if your kids are going to, to schools in... Uh, in San Francisco, because, uh, you know, out there, your taxes are ridiculously high. You have people pooping in the streets, uh, and uh, you can send your kids to school where uh, where they are. Where the teachers are controlled by a school board that doesn't have a clue. We'll be right back.
MSRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden's call for bipartisan support of a COVID-19 rescue package gets a test today. He's scheduled to meet with 10 Senate Republicans in the next hour. Those GOP lawmakers have countered with a smaller, more targeted aid bill. The latest winter storm to wallop the Northeast is shutting down vaccination sites. The Nor'easter developing off the mid-Atlantic coast will be a slow mover as it brings heavy snow and strong winds through Tuesday. Snow has already made its way through Pennsylvania, into New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. U.S. construction spending rose only 1% in December, as strength in home-building offset continued weakness in non-residential construction, according to the Commerce Department. Stocks finishing higher today. The Dow gained 229 points. The Nasdaq was up 332. This is SRN News. Time is running out to enter the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square sweepstakes. Someone wins $50,000 every score change during Super Bowl 55. Touchdowns, field goals, extra points, $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. Hurry up and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends February 4th. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. The NFL is not sponsored promotion in any way. Find ways to refresh your home at Macy's One Day Sale. Starting tomorrow with deals of the day like 8-piece bedding sets $34.99, 65% off Charter Club down pillows and comforters, 50% off glassware from hotel collection and more, and small kitchen appliances, 20 plus an extra 15% off. Plus, get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup, or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Dr. Sebastian Gorka isn't afraid to call out injustice. It means that we have members of Congress who want to bring guns on the floor and have threatened uh, violence on other members of Congress. Who was it, Nancy? Why did not one member of the assembled press corps ask the question, can you prove that? Who are you talking about? America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to weigh on us. While we all feel helpless, remember there is much we can do to protect ourselves, our family, and friends. All of us. Simply get in the habit of wearing a mask and maintain six feet of space between yourself and others in public. Wash your hands often and stay home if you feel sick. It takes all of us to combat COVID-19. Go to cdcfoundation.org to learn more. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Be careful out there. Temperatures right around freezing, and we're going to keep getting snow showers, so look out for some slippery spots. Also seeing some fire scenes. One on Brownsville Road at East Woodford Avenue, and in Braddock Camp Avenue at July Way. An accident in McKeesport, 148 at Elm Street. Way Hollow Road in Edgeworth shut down with road damage between Woodland Road and Backbone Road. But we're okay right now on the Parkway East and West. Volume not too bad. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Winter weather advisory in effect till Tuesday morning. 
For tonight, periods of snow along with a cold wind. Slow and slippery travel will continue. Storm total snowfall 6 to 12 inches. We'll see a low tonight of 23. Tomorrow, cloudy, breezy and cold with a few flurries at a high of 28. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, brisk and cold, low 22. Mostly cloudy Wednesday with a high of 30. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. The Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday, and I'll be doing what I usually do on Super Bowl Sunday, trying to time it so that when I turn on CBS, the kicker's foot is about six inches away from the ball on the opening kickoff. And I'll be taking the dogs for a walk at halftime. No pregame, no halftime, just the game. And I couldn't care less who's in the broadcast booth, but you might be surprised to hear what kind of money these guys make. In this case, it's Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Uh, Andrew Marchand writes a sports media column for the New York Post, and he joins us now. Andrew, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So uh, you have a piece today in the Post uh, about Jim Nance. Uh, he's doing the Super Bowl this week. Um, and he wants Tony Romo money. What is Tony Romo money these days? Well, don't we all want Tony Romo money? Uh, he makes $17.5 million per season. So that's to do about 22 games a year. Um, not bad. The overall total value of the contract is $180 million for 10 years. So, um, yeah, I think we all want Tony Romo money, but... Um, Nance is making six and a half million right now per season or per year. He does, you know, a lot of events. Um, so, you know, he looks at himself as the face of CBS, and so he should be the highest paid. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to get that money, but uh, but that's how he's looking. At it. Now, of course, Nance does does more than NFL. Romo's basically uh, all NFL, and uh, that comes out to about a million dollars a week, a million dollars a game, if he's uh, if he's doing a regular season, and that's that's a lot of cash. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you look at the per-hour um, salary or what, what he makes per hour, he doesn't need the, you know, $15 uh, an hour as, you know, a benchmark in terms of what, you know, you're talking about with the government, he probably makes that, like, per second, maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. It, it comes out, if you if he does a full schedule, it's about $900,000 per game. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And the only, you really, you know, COVID obviously made it a little bit more difficult this year, but you're flying in normally on a Friday, private, you leave on Sunday, you know, private jet. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good life. Good to be Tony Romo. Yeah. Now, um, I've seen, I've probably seen, you've written about it a couple of times where I've seen that reference to that Jim Nance wants, uh, Tony Romo money. Now, and I don't blame Jim Nance for saying that, but uh, he, the two of them have to work together. And um, is, I, I, is there any, is there any um, uh, rancor between the two of them? I, I, I hope Jim Nance isn't one of those guys who blames somebody else for making more money than he does. Yeah, I think that, I, look, I, I don't know if I'd say rankers. I wouldn't say that. But I, I, I would say... And I'm not saying this is because of the contract, but the, the, their, their broadcast has been a little bit disjointed this year. Um, you know, it's a little bit diff- different situation, you know, in terms of socially. You know, in the past, you know, without COVID, you're going in there, you're seeing each other. Now you're kind of seeing each other just at the game, like right before the game because of the social distancing. Um, and, you know, when, when people are flying in, they're just staying in their hotel rooms, room service, and you're not going out to dinner. So, um you know, uh, in terms of you know what you know what their dealings are, I, I don't know Ranker, but I do think that I mean that contract does cause issues. Again, it depends on the person, right? Like some people would just be like, oh, "I'm happy for that person." Other people would be like, "Well, I deserve to make that." And from Jim Nance's point of view, I'm not saying uh, like I think at the moment I don't think I'm pretty sure right now I don't think CBS is going to come near that figure um, that you know Tony makes if there's the gym, but. But, um, but I could see his, like, logic in his head. Like, he's been there for three decades. He does the Super Bowl, like Romo. He also does the Masters. Uh, and he does the Final Four. And so, in his mind, it's like, I'm doing all these things, but I'm the lead guy, so I uh, deserve to make that money. But that's a failure to understand that, you know, Romo hit the market. I mean, 
you could argue like no one's hit on market and leveraged the situation better than Tony Romo did. It's just everything lined up perfectly. I can go into a lot of things, but um, I'll keep it short. The biggest one is that ESPN had a 10-year, $140 million offer, and so at least. And so uh, CBS, if they wanted to keep them, had at least match that, if not go you know, higher, and they went higher. And so um, that's how we got that contract. Now, unless Nance can get someone else interested, you know you've been in this business a long time. That's how you kind of make more money. And you know, most of a lot of businesses, you need know, that, you know, that other offer. Uh, to really get an increase. Um, and so unless he gets that other offer, he's um, likely going to have to settle for like a measly $9 million or so or something like that. <laughs> well, Tony Romo uh, made a splash as, as soon as he showed up. Um, and he, he was a star from the minute uh, he did his first game. Um, what is it about him that the network's like and what, what people think that, make him, uh, that, that makes them think he's worth that kind of money? Well, he's not really worth it. Might be, you know, he's not really worth that kind of money. Well, he's a couple of things. Number one, what people, I think, what, what sticks out for Romo is his enthusiasm in the booth. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately, the broadcast booth is the, like, you're, you're sitting at a game with them. And so mm-hmm. when you kind of simplify it to that, you know, would you want this person, would you invite this person over and, you know, have a beer with them sitting on the couch and listening to the game? And Romo, to me is that guy who's getting excited, jumping up and down, you know, during the games, you see this. And that's what you get in, the, in his broadcast. Um, and so that, you know, yes, he did the prediction thing and was able to call plays before they happened, which was kind of a, a good little gimmick. Um, but I think it's just how he says things, you know, as opposed to what he says that really kind of separates him. And he's good with kind of pop culture references a little bit. And, you know, he... He had his moments. I mean, the KC game, um, KC New England in 2019 was like the greatest analyst game maybe of all time, where he's just predicting every play before and the excitement level. And he just he gets into it. He's not a huge like um, know everything about each of the teams, which kind of helps him stay in the game. I think a lot of guys, you know, who lack confidence in themselves to be you know talk on the spot, they lean too heavily on what they learned and. Oh, what you ideally what you want to do as a broadcaster is do all the research, be super prepared, and then not use most of it. You know, I think Vince Scully used to say to use like ten percent of his notes, um, and so uh, that's why he, so he stays in the game. And in terms of his value, so why did CBS do it? You know, number one is that they had the Super Bowl this Sunday, so that was last year when they made, they had the contract. They didn't want to lose Tony Romo in a Super Bowl year. Uh, it was important, but the big thing here, and there's the big thing, is that. Not only the Super Bowl year, but the NFL TV rights are being negotiated and wrapped up. CBS looks like they're going to keep it. And they wanted to go into the negotiations with the best, you know, the person who's perceived to be the best analyst in the game. And you might say, well, that doesn't matter. Well, it matters to the NFL, matters on perception. And at the end of the day, will the most money probably win out? Yeah. But, you know, if you look at CBS, Viacom, CBS is market cap. It's not nearly as high as Comcast or Disney. And so, you know, ESPN, ABC, they take Tony Romo, and then all of a sudden they say, all right, we're going to give you another $100 million a year, you know, compared to CBS Viacom. You know, maybe they, maybe they, uh, uh, the NFL moves the, the package to the Sunday afternoon package to ABC. Um, you know, is that possible? I think it is. And so, again, do they, do, you know, at the end of the day, does the NFL go with the most money? I think they probably do, but if you're CBS, the logic is, well, we'll give them $180 million. We're already going to be spending a billion dollars per year on the NFL. So what's another 18 to keep it, yeah, right. which is probably the most important thing for their company going forward. Yeah. Now, um, how much change are we likely to see in, uh, in TV? Uh, not just with the NFL, but everything with, um, you know, was, well, let's start with the NFL that they're, you say their, their deal is coming up. So, uh, what? How much of a change will we see in the landscape and who's carrying games and all that stuff? So, again, nothing's decided yet, so this isn't official. Mm-hmm. But most likely, um, I think it's going to stand pat in terms of CBS and Fox on Sunday afternoons, NBC on Sunday Night Football, and then ESPN with a little more ABC mixed in on Monday Night Football. So your big one is Thursdays. Now, none of the networks want Thursdays. It's hard to make money off it for them. 
and the price tag is high, Fox is paying $550 million. And all the major networks have had it. It's been on CBS, been on NBC, and now it's on Fox. Um, it also was on CBS. Um, so Amazon is the one, if you talk about a digital player, possibly getting a lot of exclusive games, a- Amazon is probably the one to watch as a possibility. Um, they have more, you know, they have so much money, of course, and you know, could it be somewhat of a separator for them um, in terms of their business as compared to Netflix and having everyone, you know, get their quote free shipping that they get, even though you spend one hundred nineteen dollars a year for Amazon. Um, you know, so I, I do think the NFL might make that digital play and and, and add in. Um, Amazon on Thursday. But besides that, right now, it probably is going to be um, similar uh, for the next decade, if everything goes as it appears to be going uh, in these negotiations. You know, you know, I, um, I teach a class at uh, your co-worker's uh, alma mater, Waynesburg University. Um, and oh, I, yeah? All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, one of the things I've found, I've been doing it for a few years now, and I just asked my new class uh, this question um, just last Thursday, my first class for the semester. And I like to find, these are freshmen, I like to find out where they go to get their stuff, where they go to get their news, um, highlights, and all that stuff. And the one thing that I found, uh, and I'm, this is no great revelation to you, I'm sure, but the one thing that I found from asking these guys over the last few years uh, is that they never watched television. They don't watch network TV. So there's got to be some value to uh, for CBS just to have the games, and, and NBC and ABC for that matter, to have the games because uh, these guys that I teach, they wouldn't know CBS existed, I don't think, if not for turning on the, the football games. 100%. So, you know, everyone, you know, so CBS has CBS All Access. Now it's going to be called Paramount. Paramount. Um, where they're putting some sports on and they're going to have shows on. It's kind of their answer to Netflix. Um, and, and, and everyone's kind of doing that. NBC has Peacock, ESPN has, you know, ESPN Plus, and Disney has Disney Plus, and Hulu, and I could go on and on and on. Um, so, the, but the networks, the differentiator for them, you know, for a lot, you know, a lot of times is sports. And so and that's what's going to kind of hold their transmission fees, um, you know, retaining sports. And, um, it also gives them a platform to really be able to try to grow uh, their direct-to-consumer product uh, and transition to where the world's going over the next 10, 20 years. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's not surprising. I, I didn't want to say, I, I wanted you to tell me that they, they love newspapers. They, they, all get, they, all, they all think of a newspaper. I know they don't. Like, we're digitally focused. That's what everyone is. Uh, where do they say they get their news? That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, well, they don't. They they don't uh, go to newspapers for their news. They go to uh, Bleacher Report. They go to yep. uh, Twitter. They go to YouTube. Um, and it's amazing to me because I mean, I, what I'm trying to teach them, I'm kind of a coach uh, for being on the air, is that it do, it's, it doesn't matter what the medium is. It's still you're in front of a camera, behind a microphone, whatever it is. Uh, however, it's getting out to the other to the eyes and ears of the people out there. It doesn't matter. You still have to be good in front of the camera or behind the microphone. So, But I'm just stunned. I, I, maybe I'm, I'm an old guy. Maybe I shouldn't be stunned, but it's just I, they, they never think of watching local TV news, for example. They don't even know who the, the sports guys are, uh, the locals, local TV sports guys are. That's amazing to me because yeah. I was that guy for yeah. a long time. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Um, yeah, look, that's it's hard, you know what I mean? Like, even like, a, you know, when you do, it, it, it's hard. You do more of like a general show, right? So, you know, people are picking you because they like you. I mean, that's the thing, right? So, yeah. you know, now your competition is like podcasts. And, you know, if I want to hear, and I don't know if you talk about the Steelers, but let's just say you do, right? But I could probably find a podcast that just talks about the Steelers. Now, you might be more entertaining, better broadcaster, all those type of things. And maybe... You know, someone wants to, they just enjoy you, right? For, you know, because you had a long time career and you have a connection with your audience. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of choices. And, you know, TV is, you know, a lot of times it's a little bit like of a more of a slot machine as compared to 
Like I can, when I go digitally, I can choose what I want, right? Like I want to hear about the Steelers. All right, where can I go digitally? I can just hear about the Steelers right now. I don't have to wait. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, everyone has to adjust. But I do think like reporting, if I, like for people like me, I think reporting is something that, you know, like I try to tell you things you can't see, right? Like you can have an opinion as Jim Nance, the broadcaster, but I'm trying to tell you the ins and outs of the business and what's going right. on now. Do I, well, do I share opinions about what goes on in the air? Yeah, but, but, but I think it's hopefully I get added credibility by, um, by what I report. So you kind of perceive, and hopefully it's true, uh, as someone who really knows what they're talking about. Yeah, uh, last thing, uh, Andrew, the, with, the, uh, with the COVID insanity and everything out there, do you think that this Super Bowl is going to break records? Nobody's going anywhere. They're not allowed to watch them in bars, by the way, in L.A., but, you know, yeah. they're going to be <laughs> all be so home. I actually talked to somebody. So I, yeah, I think it might. You know, I do. I think, um, um, you know, they, they now the Nielsen, the way they do it, they do, there's something with the, you know, out-of-home um, rating. So they're kind of hurt by that because, you know, a lot of places, you know, that you can't watch in bars or the limited capacity. But... I do think that we're all sort of, you know, um, not all, but, you know, those of us who are really following the protocols and everything, or something too, um, you know, you want outlets. And the Super Bowl is one of those um, where we are, um, um, you know, we're all kind of convened together as a nation and watch something, 120 million people or under 120 million. So in this matchup, Brady Mahomes, I think there's a lot of intrigue to it. So I do think... Um, I do think they have a chance to really get an incredible number. And CBS kind of deserves it. I mean, they're losing out. They switched Super Bowls with NBC. It's a coincidence that it happened because uh, they wanted to, the NFL agreed and NBC and CBS agreed uh, to allow next year the Olympics are at the same time, the Winter Olympics. So uh, they can put, NBC can have both the Super Bowl and the Olympics together. So CBS kind of got a raw deal a little bit with that situation. Um, and so it is kind of, seems a little bit, the right thing that they got such a great matchup. Uh, so, um, but yeah, in terms of your question, I do think that they might be able to break some records. Hey, Andrew, I, I really appreciate it. I'm out of time. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, stay safe out there with the snow. I guess it's not as bad there as it is here. <laughs> All right, Andrew Marchand, New York Post. We'll be right back. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Ready for a change of scenery in the new year? The best place to start is your own home. If you haven't tried Blinds.com, now's the time to start the year fresh with new window treatments at a great low price. Save on everything at Blinds.com, including blinds, shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Whether you're looking for blackout shades or that perfect glow, choose from a beautiful array of options customized just for your home. It's easy to order online with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit. Whether you DIY or have them handle the install from start to finish, do not wait to save. Enjoy a brand new view all year long and turn your dream home into a reality. Visit Blinds.com now to save on the New Year's easiest home improvement project. Plus, pay over 24 months at 0% APR on qualifying purchases with PayPal Credit Easy payments through January 31st, 2021. As of September 1st, 2020, new PayPal credit accounts have a variable purchase APR of 23.99% that will vary with the market based on the prime rate. Minimum interest charge is $2. Subject to credit approval. Visit blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Are you concerned about memory loss for yourself or a loved one? 
Susan Gibson's mother had dementia. Susan prayed God would show her the solution to memory loss. And after many divine encounters combining faith and her background as a pharmacist, Susan founded Vivalor and created Glory Day Brain Booster. Glory Day is a premium quality, all-natural supplement with 5 to 20 times more nutrients than any other memory supplement. It won the award for Most Innovative Healthcare Regimen in 2020. Visit Vivalor.com for testimonials about the life-changing improvements people have experienced. Glory Day is for those with normal memory, mild, or severe memory loss. Don't wait until your memory slips. The pathology that leads to memory loss starts 20 years before your first memory loss symptom. Vivalor is V-I-V-O-L-O-R. At Vivalor.com, enter promo code 20 for 20% off. The makers pray that God's glory rests on every pill. Vivalor.com, V-I-V-O-L-O-R.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. we got about a minute and a half here and uh, finishing up. And uh, I had... A conversation uh, well, with a couple of people. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, we've had some snow out there. And I just saw one guy on Twitter say, uh, why do we choose to live in a place where you go outside and it, your face hurts when you go outside? And I used to be that way. And uh, I, used to, I used to not like snow. Um, and I used to count the – I said February 1st was the day that I started thinking I could start counting the days till I could play golf again. And then I discovered snowmobiling, and I discovered how to dress for the weather. And today, I was out in the snow with my dogs for about an hour and a half this morning, and uh, I could have stayed out a lot longer. It's all about learning how to dress, uh, and you shouldn't be cold. There's no reason for you to be cold. I learned this from my snowmobile trips to uh, to Wyoming. I did that four or five times, and it was, you know, we're going 50 miles an hour on a snowmobile, uh, in 25 degree temperatures, you better be dressed pretty warmly. So, embrace the snow. If you don't have a dog, get one. If you do have a dog, like maybe a Saint Bernard or some kind of dog like that that likes snow, go outside and watch how much they like it. They'll roll in it. That's what you should do. Go out and roll in the snow tonight. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.